Uh, this week, I've been keeping y'all updated. Me and Haley are having a baby due in October the 9th. And this week, we actually had another ultrasound because we did that sneak peek preview to find out what gender we were having. We all shared with you, but we're having a girl. And so we had an ultrasound, and I want you to see that picture tonight of our beautiful baby right there in Haley's womb. Look at her. Look at her. Isn't she beautiful already? I'm so fired up. And if you want to see the one right here where it says, hey, this is a girl, look at that. It says, it's a girl. So we are super fired up about um, having a girl. So we confirmed that it is a girl on this last ultrasound. And so thank you all for your prayers. And here's the thing. We want to give out the first prayer request tonight. I just pray. Can I just be a little uh, greedy tonight and ask you to continue to pray for me and Haley in this pregnancy? Pray that our baby is healthy, that Haley is healthy all the way through. And so you know, we all need each other, y'all. I need y'all. Y'all need me. Let's pray for each other. So if you got any prayer requests in there, please put those on there and we'll be sure to um, continue to pray for you at the end of this service and throughout the rest of the week. So Speaking of that, when we were in the ultrasound uh, place in the OBGYN office, on the wall was this verse right here. Let me show you this verse. And this fired me up right here. It says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Look at that verse there. It says that what? God knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. So right now, as our baby is being um, formed in that room, God knows that baby before it's even born, right? Well, here, don't, do you ever, tonight is titled A Fresh Start. Have you ever wanted a fresh start in life? Come on, somebody raise their hand. Let me see some hands. Let me see some comments. If that's you and you ever wanted a fresh start on, in life, this is what tonight is about, is having a fresh start. Because that little baby in Haley's womb is, has a fresh start, right? Has no past, has, no made, has made no mistakes. Of course, we're all born in sin and we need Jesus. But th that little baby's in the womb and has a fresh start coming for it. Did you know that you can have a fresh start in your spiritual life, that you can start over, that God can erase all of your sins, all of your past. He has forgiven you of everything, washed it as white as snow. As I was at church this morning at Arise Birmingham, my boy Wes Springer brought a message that was on fire, talking about how God will forgive you of everything and cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. And we got to remember, y'all, that God has done that for us, and we can walk in freedom knowing that he he has taken away the sin of the world. But God knit you in your mother's womb. He knew you before he formed you. Now, this is what I want you to understand. Now it's our, our turn to get to know him. This is what life is about. Life is about our journey of getting to know him. He already knows us fully. So now it's our journey through life to get to know God fully. And you know what? The level of intimacy that you have with God is determined on how much you desire to know Him. No one can make you go after God more than you want to. But you have every right. You have every 
Um, anything you need, God's opened the avenue. He's opened everything for you to enter into the throne room with Him every day if you want to and go after Him with everything you have. Because here's the thing, the only thing that you can take with you in eternity is your relationship with Jesus. Ain't nothing else going, man. Ain't nothing else going. The only thing that's going with you to all eternity is your relationship with Jesus. So now why not work on that and get to know him? Because eternity is real. I'll be saying that about every podcast just to remind you that eternity is real. Everybody say that with me. Eternity is real. It's coming. It's coming quicker than you could ever imagine. Just like tomorrow morning, if the Lord tarries and gives us life, eight o'clock is on our schedule tomorrow morning and there's nothing we can do to stop it. It's coming. Guess what? Eternity is coming for you and eternity is coming for me. We can't stop it. And the only thing we can take with us is our relationship to Jesus. So I want us to go after him. This podcast is about getting to know Jesus in an intimate way. But here's the thing. Last week, I kind of let you know that me and Haley had gone through some marriage problems. And um, if I ever needed a fresh start, it was when I was 40 years old. I was having marriage problems. I was 40 years old. Um, my marriage was in shambles. I was addicted to gambling again because I was trying to numb my pain. Have you ever gone through something that was so painful that you were looking for things to numb your pain? That was me, y'all. And my drug was gambling. The most addictive drug out there is gambling. I'm telling you because in that time where I was having problems, my credit cards got maxed out because I was gambling so much. My, the ministry I was serving for 15 years had fallen apart. My dreams for doing something big for God for him using me had fallen apart. They were gone. You know what? And my relationship with God had faded down to nothing but thinking about him. Meaning I thought about God. You know, I thought about him when I went to the casinos. I thought about him when I was in the poker halls. I thought about him at home when I was lonely and depressed, wondering where my marriage was going to go. I, I thought about him all the time, but I got to the place where I didn't spend a lot of time with him and I wasn't intimate with him. And I needed a fresh start so bad. So I don't know if you're 40 years old like I was in that moment or if you're 30 or 20 or 50 or 70 and you need a fresh start. Guess what? You can have one. And I'm, this is what's a cool verse I want to pop up here is that God gives us a fresh start. Now, here's the verse here. Psalm 145, 14 says, God gives a hand to those down on their luck and gives a fresh start to those who are ready to quit. Now, I don't know if you're ready to quit on life. If you're out there ready to quit on life, I pray that this brings life to you tonight, that you can have a fresh start. Are you ready to quit on your job that you know God's told you to be at, but you're just ready to quit? Are you ready to quit on your marriage? Are you ready to quit on relationships and friends? Are you, what, what is it that you, is it family you're ready to quit on? Don't give up because God's going to give you a fresh start. If you'll just ask him tonight, I promise you, if you're looking for a fresh start, he's going to give it to you. But tonight is all about five keys. There's going to be five keys to a fresh start in life. Five keys to a fresh start in your walk with God. So five keys. So here is a set of keys right here. This is what we call the keys to the kingdom, baby. I love these keys. There's five keys on here. Five keys that represent um, the keys that are going to help you get a fresh start. So key number one is this right here. Key number one is lay all before him. 
Now, what does that mean? We got to lay everything before him. We got to get over a fresh start. There's a verse here. I want to pop up and show you the key. Number one is lay it all before him. Look at this verse right here in the first part of this verse in 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 21 in the message translation says, says, God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. First, I want to pause right there in the first part of that verse. Have you placed all areas of your life before God? The first key to having a fresh start is you have to place all areas of your life before God. You can't keep 90% of your life before God and have a fresh start. It requires surrendering all to God. What is it in your life that you've kept in your closet, you've kept in deep inside that you want nobody to know about, you don't even want to talk to God about it? There's an area in your life that you're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to touch on this. It hurts too bad to talk about. But you have got to lay it all down before God. Have you placed all pieces before Him? Before we go any further tonight, I want to pause right here and I want to ask you that for real. This is a real question. Have you given your entire life to Jesus? Is there a part that you're holding back? Because key number one to a fresh start is you have to give God your entire life. You can't hold something back. So I want to pray a 30-second prayer for people tonight that they would give their all of their life to Jesus tonight. Let's pray. For, and if that's you, just lift your hands up and say, God, I want to give you my entire life tonight. I want to place all pieces of my life in your hands. Let's pray as we get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody that listening to this podcast tonight and in the future that we would all place our life before you, God, and that we would all place every piece of our life in your hands and that we would give it all to you, God. So, God, we ask you to, to, to we surrender our lives to you and we give it to you, God, and we want you to do something that only you can do in our lives, God, because we need a fresh start. Amen. If that's you tonight and you need a fresh start, you've got to do that first thing and that place all areas before God. Okay. So the same verse in the, in that same verse there, there is going to be key number two. Key number two is this right here. Um, key number two is you've got to clean up your act. There's no way possible. Okay. No way possible to have a fresh start with God. If you don't clean up what he's asking you to clean up. So let's read the whole verse. God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. When I cleaned up my act, he gave me a fresh start. Wow. When I cleaned up my act, then he gave me a fresh start. Are you looking for a fresh start tonight? Are you looking for a fresh start in an area of your life, but you've been unwilling to lay it before God? I'm sorry to tell you this. I'm not here to just, just throw some fluff at you. If you're going to have a fresh start in your life and you really want it, first of all, it is available. Second of all, you must listen to God and you must clean up what he's telling you to clean up. If you've got things in your life that you've been ready to lay down, this is the time. This is the moment. As we've started this online community and we're going after the Lord together, what better time is to go, you know what, God, this thing in my life that's been driving me crazy and it's really hindering my walk with you. I'm so ready to lay it down. I'm so ready to clean it up. God, please help me to clean it up tonight. If that's you. Don't, don't go to bed tonight without making a decision to go, you know what? 
I've really got to get this out of my life. I can't continue to say I'm, a, I'm living close with God and having a relationship with him and still living in this one area that I know that is just killing my intimacy with Jesus. I want you all to understand this. This is very important. When you give your life to Jesus, the Bible says that righteousness is added to your account fully, 100%. So you know what? If I gave you $100, that means $100 would be in your bank account. You know what? When you ask Jesus into your heart, 100% of righteousness entered into your account. You're 100% righteous the moment that Jesus' blood covers you. But I've got some news for you, church, out there. This is one of the things I think the body of Christ is struggling with around the entire world. Righteousness is not the same thing as intimacy. Whoo! Let that sink in for a moment. Righteousness is not the same thing as intimacy. So many people are focused. Are, are, they, are, are they righteous? Are they going to get into heaven? Are they in right standing with God? If you have the blood of Jesus covering you and you have put your faith in Jesus, you are in right standing with God. But what sin does is it hinders your intimacy with Jesus. It hinders your fellowship with Him, your closeness with Him. If I do something that hurts Haley, it hinders our fellowship. It hinders our intimacy. And I want to do everything I can to cancel those things out, to get them out of the way so that I can have intimacy with her again. I want to apologize. I want to say I'm sorry. I want to turn from that. I want to repent and not do that anymore. And so that's what God is saying. we got to clean up our act if we want a fresh start. And the fresh start is we've got to get rid of the things that are killing our intimacy with Jesus. Isn't that good right there? I'm telling you. It is powerful. You got to live by it. key. Number three, to have a fresh start is you've got to confess it all to God. You got to confess it all to God. So key number three, you got to confess it. You can't just think about it. You literally have to confess it to God. You can't just sit there and go, okay, this is what I need to do. You've got to confess it. You can't hold it in. You know, David had this problem too. Look at this verse right here. I'm going to show you a verse. This is a verse in Psalms 32, 1 through 5 in the Message Translation. This is one of my favorite verses um, to talk about when I get to where we confess and sin. But look at this. It says, count yourself lucky how happy you must be. You get a fresh start. Oh, wow. That's very exciting. You get a fresh start. It says, your slate's wiped clean. How amazing is it that your slate is wiped clean? Count yourself lucky. God holds nothing against you and you're holding nothing back from him. You can't hold anything back from him if you want a fresh start. When I kept it all inside, my bones turned to powder. My words became day long groans. The pressure never let up. All the juices of my life dried up. Then I let it all out. I said, I'll come clean about my failures to God. Suddenly, the pressure was gone. My guilt dissolved. My sin disappeared. Come on, Jesus. Isn't that fire verse right there? But the way to get a fresh start is what? You've got to confess it. When you keep it all inside, am I the only one? When I keep my sin inside, I don't confess it to God. And the Bible says we can confess it to other people. Well, we keep it inside. Man, I just feel bad. I feel dirty. I feel down. I get depressed. And, I, and it's like... If you keep it in so long, I really feel like tonight there's people out there. Mm, I feel like there's somebody out there who's kept something in for five years. I don't know who you are. There's somebody out there who's kept something in for a year. 
and you haven't, you haven't come to God about it because you're too embarrassed, man, Jesus has already died for your sins. He just wants to clear the airway so that your intimacy with him can be restored. You're going to heaven if you put your faith in Jesus, but you've got to get to the place where your intimacy with Jesus is restored. And if you confess your sins before the God, for God, it says, I'll come clean about my failures to God. The pressure will be gone. The sin disappears. That cloud between you and God that's just been a fog will disappear. But if you want a fresh start, you have got to confess it all to God. Isn't that amazing that when we confess it, if you hold it in, you can't hold it something back from God and expect a fresh start. I believe there's somebody out there tonight who really wants a fresh start with God, but you have been holding something in for a long time. Maybe it's something you're trying hard to get rid of, and you're like, man, if I go to God tonight, tomorrow I'm going to do the same thing. It's time to repent, y'all. It's time to repent, turn to Jesus. It's time to live for Him because He's getting ready to come back and get His bride. His bride has got to be ready. He's coming to split that sky. He's going to come and get His bride. The Bible says He's coming to get those who are ready in Matthew chapter 25. It says that there were five of the virgins who were ready and there were five who were not. Are you ready? Quit procrastinating. Quit delaying confessing your sin to God. It's time to repent and Turn to him. Jesus' first word on the scene when he went to preach, you know what the first word was? Repent. Repent means you got to turn your mind, turn, change your mind, turn your ways and do something different. Tonight, I really believe people are going to be going after God in a new way because you need a fresh start. Key number four. Key number four to have a fresh start with Jesus is you must be intimate with Jesus. Jesus. You must be intimate with him. You know, there's a, I'm going to be going over this part of it at the end. There's a very good, do not leave. If you have to, that's amazing. Catch it later. But at the end of to this broadcast tonight, I'm going to be doing a, a quick teaching on how to be intimate with Jesus. It's really going to help you and you're not going to want to miss it. So key four, you don't want to miss it. There's a little bit more piece on key four at the end of this, but there's a verse that I want to show you that shows you how to get a fresh start. It must be intimate and united with Jesus. Look at this verse in 2 Corinthians 5. It says, now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone. A new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him. Then he called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. So to have a fresh start with Jesus, you've got to what? Be united. The first part of that verse says, now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. Are you united with the Messiah? Are you connected with him? Is the blood of Jesus flowing through your veins? If you're connected with him, you can have a fresh start tonight. No matter how many times you've messed up in the past, Jesus can give you a fresh start tonight. Here's what I want you to know. No matter how many steps you have taken away from God. You could have taken a million steps away from God, but it only takes one step to turn back to Him because He's right behind you. Oh, come on. He is right behind you. You may have taken a million steps away from Him, but it only takes one step to come back because He's right behind you. He will pursue you no matter where you are, but you must be united with the Messiah, united with Jesus to have a fresh start. 
That's what happens if you're out there and you haven't given your life to Jesus. That verse just said in 2 Corinthians is that when you connect with Jesus, a new life emerges. The old life is gone. That's what the gospel is about. You get a fresh start. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, just say, Jesus, I need you. I want you. I need a fresh start. I want to be born again. That's what being born again means. You're saying, I put my faith in you, Jesus, that you died on the cross. You were buried and you rose again. And I want a fresh start and I want to live with you. I want to be your bride and I want you to come back and get me. Come on. Somebody out there is getting a fresh start tonight. I can feel it all through my veins. Somebody's getting a fresh start. This is what we need tonight. There's so many people out there in this world who need a fresh start. Key number five to having a fresh start with Jesus is simply this. You must obey the Lord. If you want to have a fresh start with Jesus, There's no way to have a fresh start without obeying the Lord. It's simply impossible to have a fresh start with Jesus if you do not obey the Lord. What is God asking you to do? What is He asking you to do? Okay, let's just pause for a moment. Take a deep breath. It's okay. Silence is good. We can slow down here and let you know the Lord is speaking to you because He loves you. He's speaking to you more than you're speaking to Him. He is speaking to you. A lot of times people don't think the Lord is speaking to them because when they hear, um, you know, whatever it is God's saying to you, I don't want to say something because I want the Holy Spirit to speak to you, but whatever, they'll, they'll hear something that God's telling them to do, and they're thinking, well, I, I wanted to hear God speak to me through the Bible. I wanted to hear God speak to me some deep revelation that's going to help somebody. Here's the thing. God starts. You're going to get to know the God's voice by listening to him when you're driving in the car, when you're in the shower, when you're sitting upstairs on the couch, when you're at work on a break or you're just sitting there walking at the park and you're hearing God speak to you about what you need to change or what you need to do, or you're going a different direction. There's a transition that's coming in your life, and He's directing you. And you know in your spirit you're supposed to be changing, changing directions, doing something different. That's the voice of God, and that's God speaking to you. And if without obeying Him, there's nothing you can do to get a fresh start. There is a verse that I want to show you about this, and this verse comes in Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy, it says this, in Deuteronomy 4, it says, But from there you will search again for the Lord your God. And if you search for Him with all your heart and soul, you will find Him. In the distant future, when you are suffering all these things, you will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what He tells you. So, here's what I want you to see in that verse here um, is... Okay, so here we're going here. Let me go back up here, get my, trying to get my, there I am, trying to get you my beautiful face there. I know y'all wanted to see it some more. There you go. (laughs) Um, Is the only way to have a fresh start is you must be obedient to the Lord. And in that verse right there in Deuteronomy chapter 4, it shows you, first of all, it says this, but from there you will search again for the Lord. From there. Where is your there? Where is your there? Where is your there? Where are you at? Wherever you're at in life and your walk with God, that's your there. Are you having marriage problems? Are you having finance problems? Are you having family problems? Are you having work problems? Are you having um, depression problems? Are, what kind of problems are you having? Are you having problems in your relationship with God? What is your problems you're having? Where is your there? Wherever your there is, guess what? 
you can search for God from there. That's amazing. No matter where you're at, if you're at a bar, if you're at a club, if you're at a casino like I was, that God was speaking to me while I was sitting at a slot machine. He was talking to me. God didn't care where I was. He didn't care about the stuff that I was in. He wanted to come find me. He was pursuing me. He goes after the one who is lost, that's straying away. Man, I was lost. I was straying away, and God would find me at a blackjack table. He would find me at a roulette table. He would find me at a slot machine. He would find me there because he knew he loved me, and he wanted me to come home to him, and he was coming after me. That was my there. I can't, I can't tell you how... If I wanted you to, if I wanted to lie and say that I was somewhere else, the bottom line is not. I was there. I was in a rock bottom place. And where is your there? Where are you at right now? It's okay, y'all. You can search with for God with your whole heart from your there, from the place where you are at. And no matter where you're at, in the places, if you in wherever you are suffering, you have a lot of distress. You will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what He tells you. If you're going to return to God and have a fresh start, you must listen to what He tells you. Other versions say you must listen to His voice or you must obey the Lord. Maybe you've had um, some problems and you're going, okay, I've just got to hear the voice of the Lord. When you hear Him, go after Him with all your heart. You can pursue God from your there. I begin to pursue God. When I was walking out of a casino going, God, I'm turning from this. God, I need a fresh start. I want to put this behind me. I want to put this behind me, God. Now, was I perfect? No, I had to work through that addiction. I had to lay it down. I'm not scared to tell y'all that I'm a sinner. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. There needs to be more pastors. There needs to be more people out there that tell you they make mistakes because it's impossible to go through life without sinning. It's impossible to go through life without making mistakes. And if we all come together and say we need each other, y'all, that is what we need. Y'all, I'm not perfect. Don't put me on no pedestal. I need Jesus' blood just like you do. But I've received it and I accept it. And he has set me free to continue to share the gospel of God. Even though I was 40 years old, everything was falling apart. And you know what? I began to make a decision. I want to obey the Lord and walk away from the things that are hurting me. So, um, you can. There, you ever heard the term revolution? You may have heard the term revolution. Revolution. I want to hear a revolution. I want to see a revolution, right? You've seen revolution. There's also that term revolution in the game of golf. Anybody out there like golf? Shoot me a golf emoji. Shoot me somebody out there play golf. Let's go play some golf. But this is a golf ball. Titleist 4. Pro VX. This is it. Pro V1X. This is what I like to play. This is the good balls that I like to play right here. This is what my boy Josh Priestley at Huntsville plays. He likes to play these right here, these noodles. Come on, Josh, I hear you, dog. This is what my boy Michael and Joe and Casey, my brothers, they let to play these nitros right here. These are some good golf balls right here, right? But anyway, um, I want you to see that in a golf ball, there is what they call a revolution. A revolution is when you see somebody putt and the ball begins to roll towards the hole. You ever seen the ball stop right before the hole, like one inch? And they always say, if that ball went one revolution more, it would have went in the hole, right? You ever heard that before? Well, this is another ball that uh, my brother Casey plays. He likes to play these night flyers. And um, so um, right here, there's a logo here. It says night flyer. This is how a ball rolls. It rolls over, and when it goes all the way around one complete roll, you see the logo again, right? A complete thing. So a revolution is when you do a 360. 
Have you ever felt like your eyes were on Jesus, but then they slowly faded away from him until you felt like what? Your back was to him and your eyes were now on the world. So meaning this, as we were walking with the Lord, we would be this logo right here. And when we do a half of revolution, it's like all of a sudden we feel like we're backwards and we're going backwards and we're facing backwards and our eyes are on the world and we slipped away from Jesus, right? It's like you're going through life and you're rolling through life and all of a sudden you feel like you're backwards away from God, right? Your life is halfway around the revolution. I'm here to tell you, you're not backwards. You're not, you're okay. You're halfway around this revolution that God is doing in your life. He's testing your faith. He's saying, what is this guy made of? What is this girl made of? Because if your faith is not tested, it cannot be be genuine. And when you are facing backwards, guess what's about to happen in your life? That revolution is about to come forward and you're about to come all the way back around to Jesus with your eyes focused on the author and perfecter of your faith, Jesus, coming back towards him. When you complete your revolution, then you are rock solid on Jesus and your focus is on him. This is what a revolution means. It means you return to a point that you once occupied. Have you ever wanted to? Oh, this is so good. Have you ever had a wanted a fresh start in life and you just wish you could return back to the point you once occupied with Jesus and your walk with him? You can. You can return back to Jesus if you feel like that your life has been rolling forward and all of a sudden you feel like you're upside down and you're backwards and you wish you could be back to the place you used to occupy with Jesus. Guess what it's going to take to get there? Quit fighting the process of the revolution in your life that's coming. Some of you are fighting what God's telling you. You feel the conviction of the sin in your life. You feel the conviction of the things in your life and you're wanting to turn back to Jesus, but you're stopping the revolution from happening in your life. You're, 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 you're not, if you'll obey the Lord, if you'll confess to him what you need, things will happen in your life and you'll get back on the track with God and you'll begin to occupy the spiritual place in your life that you once had before. And that's what a revolution is. And I believe the bride of Christ is about to experience a revolution like never before, but it's going to start with you and me recognizing that we have got to quit fighting the process of God bringing this revolution back around to facing him. Our eyes are focused on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Here's what's so cool about a revolution. When you're rolling through life and your eyes are on Jesus and all of a sudden you find yourself backwards, upside down, guess what? A revolution Even when you're backwards, you're still moving forward. Come on, somebody. That right there ought to fire you up. Even if you found yourself backwards tonight, facing the world upside down in your spiritual life, you're still moving forward if you'll quit fighting the process and let the revolution come to where you come back around. And when you come back around, And when you get your eyes back on Jesus, there's a revolution will take place in you and all the people around you because God's going to see the fire of God in your eyes. People are going to see the fire in your eyes. They're going to be excited to talk to you because they see what Jesus has done in your life. I've been reading a book called The Wild Ones by Nate Johnston. If you hadn't got it, man, you need to check this book out. I'll throw this book cover up for you so you can see it. It is talking about The Wild Ones, the pioneer call of emerging voices from the wilderness to the front lines. If you've ever been caught out in a cave and you want to be, you feel like you got a voice that needs to be heard, you're a wild one just like me. This podcast is about me coming out of my cave, coming out of my 
hiding and going after God with all my heart. He had a quote in there in his book that I want to read to you. It says, so in essence, a revolution is the spiritual act of bringing something back to its original design or purpose and the overthrow of anything that has corrupted it. Let's read that again. So in essence, a revolution is the spiritual act of bringing something back to its original design or purpose and the overthrow of anything that has corrupted it. So what in the world is corrupting your revolution? What is corrupting your life? What is holding you back from the original design of being back in the place that you once occupied with Jesus. Come on, we need a revolution inside of us, y'all. There is a revolution that has taken place, and I'm here to tell you tonight that um, I promised you that what we were going to do tonight is talk about key number four to end the night, didn't I? It is, this night has gone so far. Is it really 746? Is it time early flown by that quick? I'm a, I guess I'm having fun. Anyway, I'm going to end it with this tonight is this right here. Key number four was what? To have a fresh start with Jesus. I'll pop it up one more time so you can see it. Key number four, have a fresh start, is we must be intimate with Jesus. Okay? So this is how we're going to end it. This is going to fire you up. If you want to record this one part, play it over every day in your life. You need to because this is, my hair's itching. This right here is good. All right? So pause for a second. Take it in. And here we go. All right. So if you're in a marriage with Jesus, BGTV, the vow, the vow, we are in a marriage with Jesus. You are the bride of Christ. If you've given your life to Jesus, you are in a marriage with him. We've got a relationship's a good word, but really we're in a marriage. So instead of asking you, how is your relationship with Jesus? I want to start asking you, how is your marriage with Jesus? You are in a marriage. OK, so. I'm going to use my, my beautiful bride, Haley, me and, her, and our marriage as an example. This is good stuff right here, okay? So in our when we wake up in the morning, um, maybe we get up in the morning and we're fighting to sleep, you know, hey, how are you? You know, maybe we say, how did you sleep? You know, we'll, get, we'll give each other a hug. We'll kiss each other. We'll go sit down at the kitchen table. We'll fix breakfast. And then my favorite part of every morning is every morning Haley goes, hey, Brad, guess what? I had a crazy dream. <laughs> and every morning she says, I had a crazy. She's over in the corner just laughing. She has a crazy dream. And I get to listen to it every morning. It's, it's, it's very fun. So that's part of our morning routine. Then we'll, I'll give you, I'll get, we'll get ready for work. I'll give her a hug. I'll go to work. Well, through the day, um, you know, she may uh, see a funny video and send me a funny video. I may see a verse, send her a verse. I may see a funny video, send her a funny video. I may call her at lunch. She may call me. And we communicate through text or phone call through the day, right? Then when, it, when work's over, I'll come home, give her a big hug. How'd your day go? We talk about our days. And then we go sit on the couch and she makes me watch the Braves or some kind of sports every night. I don't understand it. Why in the world I have to watch sports every night? I mean, but anyway, just kidding. I have to make, I make her watch this, all the stuff. And so um, I see her over there. She's telling me to repent and change my ways. But anyway, um, so, you know, I'll sit on the couch. We'll spend time together watching TV, talking about her day. These right here, y'all, these are what I call daily moments, okay? These are daily moments in our marriage. 
No marriage can survive without daily moments. They're great moments. But also, there is no marriage that can survive without intimacy. There's a few times in the month where we'll go behind closed doors, we shut the door, and we become intimate with each other. This is how a marriage works. But here's the thing. No matter what marriage you are in, there is no marriage out there that is intimate every single day. So guess what? You're in a marriage with Jesus. You know what's happened over the, the course of the church over in a good, with a good heart? What we've done over the last 20, 30, 40 years, if we put this... I don't want to say heavy burden on people where it's like, if you're not spending an hour of God every day, you're failing. You know what? If you get to spend an hour of God every day, that's amazing. And that's awesome. More power to you. Go for it. But here's what I want to say is this, is that when we wake up and we have daily moments with Jesus, maybe you think of him when you wake up. Maybe you pray a little bit when you're in the shower or you're on the, on the way to work. Maybe you throw on a worship song on the way to work or you're reading the Bible at breakfast and you're having a few verses you're putting inside of you or you're, you're thinking about God when you're at work or you're, you know, you're, you're talking about God at work or you're reading a book about God. These are all daily moments that we have with Jesus. But here's the thing. In our marriage with Jesus, our marriage with Jesus can't survive off of just daily moments. There must be moments. Hear me, church. There must be moments every month that you go behind closed doors, you shut the door, and you become intimate with your bridegroom. You become intimate with Jesus. And that's the moments where your intimacy with Jesus becomes, it strengthens your marriage with God, and new things are birthed. New things begin to happen. Because I want to ask you tonight, what is God knitting on the inside of you right now? In the inside of Haley, God is knitting a baby inside of her. In her spiritual life, God is knitting something in her spiritual womb. God is knitting something in my spiritual womb. He's knitting something in your spiritual womb. But when you go and you're being intimate with God, you begin to conceive the things of God. You begin to birth the new things. The bride of Christ needs to birth new things, and it only comes through being intimate with Jesus. What I believe right now is the bride of Christ over the world in the last few years has been living off of daily moments. We've got to return back to have an intimacy with Jesus. And when we do that, we're going to begin to have fresh start in our lives. A lot of people say, you know what? I feel too far behind. I can't catch up. I'm too far behind in my relationship with Jesus. No, you're not. There's no catching up. There's no behind. There's no mountain to climb. We know what? If Haley goes on a work trip and she's gone for three days, four days, five days, whatever it may be, when we miss that time with each other, when she comes home, I'm not thinking about the time that I missed with her. No, I'm enjoying the moment that I'm with her right then. Tonight, you can have an intimate moment with Jesus. After this show is over, I want you to go behind a closed door, shut the door, and be intimate with Jesus. Go have a moment with Him. And you know what? You get to enjoy the moment you're in right now. Don't worry about the week you've missed, the month you've missed, the year you've missed, the whole year that I was having a bad troubles. I didn't have a lot of time I spent with God. But, I, I, but you know what? When God began to pursue me and I went after Him, I didn't think about that year that I messed up. I thought about the moment I was in with Jesus. So you know what? If you're needing a fresh start tonight, begin to be intimate with Jesus. Even if it's just one time this month, go close the door, put off all distractions away from the rest of the world and become intimate with Jesus. And you're going to have
a fresh start.